0: we back. G'day, Chopper. Let's just put that out there. We weren't fired. We're just two Choppers, mate. One from Leeton, and one from the city coast. That's all we are.
1: Everybody gets the shits with the game, but we love it, and we go back week after week. We do it for Nate's fans. It's all about Nate's fans. I'll
0: never know what this is. Are we going to talk gold? Goal. Goal. 2021, baby. Bye.
1: Three, two, Q in. All righty, guys. Welcome to the Double Power Golf Podcast, Episode 8. Here we go. Thanks to Cobra Puma Australia and Dark Matter Golf as well. DP is with me. I am Nate. DP, how's your welcome? Hello, been,
0: Choppers. I'm well, thanks. Hey, Choppers is not, um, it's it's non binary as a sort of an address, right. isn't it? Mm. Yeah, because you. Is. You said, G'day, guys, but I, every yeah. time I feel like saying, G'day, guys and girls, so if I just go choppers, yeah. covers. See, I head. feel
1: guys can be non-binary as well. I kind of use it as non-binary. Yeah, I think Maybe a lot I of people it. do, but... Mm. Mm. Choppers. 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 Is, uh, hey, that's that's our word. That's that's what we want to go with. Hey, mate, what's been happening?
0: Uh, fuck all your honour. There was some good golf over the weekend, yeah?
1: Hey. Playoff baby, I love a playoff, we're going to get into that in a second, but we had some Aussie golf um, and we had some PGA wrap up today as well with the Genesis Invitational, so let's rip into it, brought to you by Cobra Puma Golf, um, Genesis Invitational, we had, had a playoff and I, I I feel bad for not mentioning the winner's name first, but Tony Fienau, runner up again. <laughs>
0: The old chat was going off with my uh, my friends today around Def Taxes and Tony Finn our top five. Like, oh. and then the, there was a point where it's got where, where one of them's come in and said, um, "Hang on, is he going to actually win this?" And well,
1: he got. You close, thought if it was didn't. ever going to happen, it was going to be today. The way it was going and the way he played and shooting a sixty four in the last round and um, getting to the playoff in the way he did, which we'll talk about in a second. And then what happened in the playoff. You, I thought, I literally thought, this is it. Tony Fina is going to break it and it is a week before the Puerto Rico court curse, which is next week. And I thought, what great timing. And, um, mate, I think it's his 21st top five in the last four or five years without a win. It's just, it's it's ridiculous and I feel for him. But when they did talk to him after the after the round today, he's got it. He, he put it in a really good perspective where he said, I got myself into a playoff. I shot a 64 in the final round and got myself in a position um, to go to a playoff. And, um, yeah, it's just the curse continues for Tony Fina. But in saying that, it wasn't like he gave the round away, which we've spoken about before. Um, He he shot a great round, 64, had a chance and um, just didn't get it done. But, hey, hats off to Max Homer. It's all about Max. Yeah, he got a (laughs) – yeah, I look. There's, where do we go? Where Where do
0: we go with this one? Um, he he's played some consistent golf in the last three to four weeks. I mean, he's played some good golf overall, but the last three to four weeks, and he is a California boy, so he he's, he loves that West Coast. And um, mate, he, he got the job done today. Had a chance to win it in normal time, and Mister Three Three-Footer, did you see that one?
1: Mate, like you said, Riviera is where he He said that's what's got him into golf. He remembers a kid. That's all he wanted to go and do and, and watch, and he remembers watching and everything else like that, and he's a LA Lakers Dodgers fan, and, yeah, to win it at home is obviously huge for him. He was pretty emotional afterwards, but seriously, that putt, on 18 in regulation he hits a bomb of a drive in there on 18 uh needing birdie to take the clubhouse lead and basically for the win uh absolutely stiffs his approach shot um and he's he's got a tap in three foot four inches and i know those greens were sketchy as um but he hits it middle like he just hit it middle went left lips out he hit it where he wanted to hit it it wasn't like he you know pulled it or anything like that but You just thought, wow, this is Tony's chance and Max has just let that slip. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you felt for Max at the time, but at the same time, I was pumped because I I love a playoff.
0: I think everyone loves a playoff. I think um, (laughs) – so I've got to – so I text you today my tip, right? I put – I looked at the form. I knew Sam Burns wasn't going to get it done. For some reason, I just thought, Sam's got no confidence. Like, as in, yep. not confidence. He's never been in this situation, right? So yep. the pressure that's on him and the people that were chasing him down. And I looked at the, the – I had a bit of a cheeky $5 in the account. And I thought, I'm going to outlay some money here um, last night. And I saw Max's name. I thought, yeah, he's hitting the ball solid. You know, he's he's got a few – good um results under his belt and I looked a bit further and Tony was down there and I thought oh Tony was paying twenty three bucks and Maxi was paying eleven dollars right so I put a yeah. sneak yeah twenty three bucks for for Tony and I, I just couldn't bring myself to put it on because I thought it's not that he couldn't do it. I just don't like I've just got to go off a little bit of smart money. I mean DJ yeah, was for there sure. here, but he's four sure. shots back oh, and
1: it's Tony now. So
0: Yeah. But I thought oh so I put a, a cheeky five on Maxi Homer, right? And I've sent you the screenshot of the bet. After the oh, towards the end or whatever, I was on my way to work. I, I got caught up in my day job, and I wasn't watching or being able to keep up with the game, so I wasn't watching it live. So I actually cashed out that bet <laughs> at fifteen for the was, twenty dollars for
1: fifteen.
0: Because <laughs> I thought to myself, it was after I think about the tenth or eleventh hole, oh. and Burnsy was still I think two up, yeah, but and didn't look. He did not look shaky at all. Yeah, now yeah. was coming. DJ was sort of there, and Maxi was like being solid. But I'm just thinking, oh look, I can't keep an eye on this game. Fifteen bucks. You know, I've won ten dollars. I don't think he's going to get rolled here. And my phone's going off, and I'm in like meetings and stuff, and I can't even look at it. Can't look at it. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And anyway when I did get a chance to look at it and saw the buddy Homer one in a playoff, that was the minute you knew that Fino wasn't going to win. The minute I cashed out because <laughs> <It was, laughs> that means Homer was, it was a dead cert. Like yeah, the minute yeah. I cashed the out, old
1: reverse jinx. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was just like, Oh, bloody hell. What have I done for like, it was five bucks. Like realistically, I'm a dickhead. I should have just let it bloody run, but right. I'm like, ah, golf, you know, and Burns. He looks solid, but I mean, I missed, I haven't, I've only watched some highlights of the last round. Um, and Maxi sort of highlights, but what happened to Burns? You were watching it, right?
1: Yeah, well, I, and I think I messaged you at the time when you when you sent me that screenshot, and I said, "Nice, like nice bet, but come on, Tony. I just I just wanted the curse to be broken. I just wanted him to get the, the get it off the back because I feel like he's one of those players. Once he gets one, he'll just break through and he'll be able to slot him away after that. He's too good. He's such that natural ability, and he's just such a good golfer. Um, but." His puttings have been questionable, and he go. He's now he's got this different putting stance that he was using as well, and he had putts to win on on in the playoff that obviously he didn't hit properly. But yeah, Burns he played well that front nine and and kind of looked like he was handling the pressure. Um, but then when a couple of those guys you know snuck some birdies in and made some clutch putts, like he made a clutch putt on ten um, from nowhere. Um, Sam Burns great great up and down save. And when he did that, I thought oh it could be his day. But you know a couple of bogeys twelve four. 14-15 um and it just kind of Max Homer and now kind of overtook and it was Burns led pretty much from the start of you know day one and held that lead and it was as soon as he was equal leader and then fell a shot behind that you could tell the the pressure started to get to him and you know he was he was playing out of bunkers and and kind of having some mishits and whatnot but yeah we go we go to a playoff after Homer misses that that short putt and They changed it up this year. Because there was no crowd, they would normally play 18 again because they leave the crowd there. If anyone knows Riviera, it's that huge bowl around it. It's that amphitheater, that natural amphitheater. Um, So they keep it as 18 when the crowd's there. But they've said, well, there's no crowd. Let's go play 10. And if anyone doesn't know the 10th of Riviera, it is one of the best holes on tour. It's that risk-reward, drivable, 80% of the players are driving it. It's surrounded by bunkers. There's shit on the left as well, and so they played that. So that was I was when they said that in in regulation play. I was like, "Fuck! How good would a playoff be if we're going to play ten like that?" That's to me a great playoff hole, it, as good as it comes. And Tony tees off first and puts it, you know, pin high to the left and and has a pretty good chip and and probably a good chance to get up and down. And um, Max just hits this left, you know, pushes it left, and the thing absolutely snookers itself up against a tree. And you just can't believe it. It just rests up against this tree, and you're like, that's that's the game. Tony's going to get this handed to him. Like, what can Max do? And they're getting in positions with the camera angle, trying to show it. Um, and somehow Max gets contact on this ball and just this flip wedge where he just like turns it in and just hooks it with the toe of the club and gets it to run up to the front of the green. And he actually has a putt for Birdie, which he misses, gives Tony a chance for the win, uh, and Tony just didn't hit his putt with uh, enough speed. So that was that was the first playoff hole. And then they go to, to the par three for the second playoff hole and Tony puts it left into the bunker and, um, you know, can't get up and down from there and basically hands it to Max. So... Crazy, like like where he is up against the tree. I would have loved to see live betting for that because there was no way you thought he was going to be able to salvage or have a look at birdie. Uh, let alone he was going to have to do a bit of work to salvage his par.
0: Yeah, I saw that shot on the highlights I watched before this, and yeah, it In was race. a. He sort of hoods the club, doesn't he? It sort of like mm. toes it and and yeah. it, and oh yeah. He, he, Manipulated. And they talking, cool, I line. think
1: Dottie even mentioned that like she at one stage thought he might have to like hit it into the tree to try and ricochet it kind of backwards and come up with some kind of crazy shot. So for him to actually be able to, yeah, get the toe on it, dig it in there and and flip it over was um was quite incredible. But um
0: look, if Max and I think he probably does listen to this podcast, Definitely. my cashing out of that five dollar bet's what won him that tournament. So if he wants to flick me a gorilla or something i'm happy to take it
1: yeah well he he didn't win much for that either i think it was uh 1.6 million um, pretty much he's you know got his card for the next 3 years or whatever it is he's into every tournament you can think of it's insane now they, they they came up with what the win gives that person and for someone like max uh it's just a huge like just to be able to give that imagine locking that in and that security for the for the next couple of years of your career and knowing that you've got those starts at some of the biggest events uh you know straight into the masters into the pga all the invitationals tournament of you know you can set up your life i guess for the next couple of years because you already know what you can and cannot get into so yeah massive effort for max um tony i don't know i don't know where to go from here for tony but He's gonna, he keep saying he's, it's a learning opportunity, but he just must be so crushed.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, as he said, and I think that's the right way to frame it, he got himself into contention. He's shot a, a final round 64. He's had a bogey in there as well. Like, and Max, I think, in his presser afterwards was talking about his final round 66, and it was, you know, bogey free. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and game, that's what golf is, isn't it? It's one putt here. It's one shot there. It's... The rub of the green, it's this and that. It, it can't be far from Tony. I mean, I, I think I've said on a couple of pods around, I thought Ricky Fowler would win a, a, a tournament before Tony. I think Tony's definitely got a tournament win this season. It'll just yeah. depend on where. I think he, he's just, yeah. He's got, he's a, he seems like a pretty laid back, Brazilian kind of play. So I don't think it's going to, yeah, it's going to be some level of, of mental strain, but, but he's got the ball striking to do it. So, Definitely, it's there. Definitely. It's coming. Yeah, it's
1: coming, it mate. It is coming. i tell you what, one of the worst things, uh, not the worst things, but Nick Faudo. I cannot stand Nick Faldo. And when they went to the playoff, they were looking back at um, someone putted with the flag sticking in the last group. Who was that? Was it Cam? It wasn't Cam Smith. I can't remember who it was in the last group, but they, they putted with the flag sticking. I'm having a mental blank. And um, faudo goes – I wonder if Max, if he putted with the flagstick in, would it have gone, would it have missed? And it was like, Faldo, he could have hit that 99 times and it wouldn't have missed. The one time it missed, it was because he pulled it left or it went left and it lipped out. The flagstick would have done fuck all there. Like he just tries to create this drama and like, oh, what could have happened? But... It was just him talking out of his ass again. And I just, yeah, I just was, I just rolled my eyes. I was like, he just talks for the sake of talking, Fado. But that's just, that's just, uh, I've got a gripe with him. I, I think he rubs a few people out the
0: wrong way. I just, because I, I don't, I'm not that intensely. Fitzpatrick. Anything.
1: Fitzpatrick was the one that puts with the flag stick in. The I am.
0: Um, I, uh, <laughs> he redeemed himself, though. Did you see him commentate that, uh, the shot from Homer into the, the hole that he won, he said if he just. Oh no, it was actually it might have been the eighteenth. He goes if he just knocks this to three feet, that'll take the pressure off him.
1: Yeah, and he knocked
0: in, it to three feet.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and in fairness, I think he called. I think he called right half of the cup as well instead of center. And Max put it center and then missed left as well. So he read the putt as well. But I'm just like, just sometimes you just you, just, you can stop talking. But um, I tell you what, some of the coverage was. The camera angles of that course was insane. They had these really cool, obviously, the the pulley cameras that were just showing off these amazing shots with these trees and that. And I was just looking up Riviera before and the the course that they show when they look on the PGA side is completely different than what they have there with the, the dead trees with just no foliage. Um, and that's what I think of when I think of Riviera and it must just be that same time of year that they play every year. It's just – it's a special course and um, – yeah, I thought they did a good job on the coverage with the shots like that. And, and again, they had that scorecard down the bottom right so you could know where we are at the whole time. But, again, it just – the jump start and just talking shit and going through leaderboards and showing notables in the field and everything, I'm like, I just want to watch golf.
0: Yeah, it doesn't flow. Um, I, I get – it's just like it's stop, start, stop, start, up and down, up and down. They don't play like – Now probably only got a little bit of coverage because he was making a run but yeah. you'd love to have seen the run
1: yes. as well.
0: Sort of, yeah. you know, like it's sort of, it just doesn't seem to flow that that great. Um, well, I'm looking play- through the
1: scorecard. I didn't see Victor Hovland hit a shot. I didn't see Francesco Molinari hit a shot. I didn't see Wyndham Clark hit a shot. I saw a bit of Matty Jones, which I was excited about. They showed a bit of Matt Jones. Um, DJ's down there and they, but you, besides that, like they show the same players pretty much the entire time. They don't, they don't fill the gaps with, Victor Hovland hitting shots and everything else. Yeah,
0: and- I, I, I don't sure. get. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Ram was John Ram fifth, but I don't think I yeah. saw. No, nah. I wouldn't have seen a shot from him. Nah. No, a, nah. I didn't watch a heap of it, but yeah. um, it, it's sort of like they just don't know who they should be. I mean, Ricky Fowler's come tie twentieth. I wouldn't have known that just nah. by looking at the at the the um
1: at the broadcast. Which is a great because, result. It's a great result yeah. for Ricky. And so you would have liked to see a few of his shots in there today and see how he's trending.
0: Yeah. Um, the course, you mentioned it, it gave the feeling of a major, the way that course was set up. And I don't know if it was the wind or what it was, but the the greens were so solid and so firm and the balls were, you know, they had to pitch them before and let them run up and they were releasing and they were taking breaks. And the course was – I mean, the course itself is just a magic course, but it was good to see players have to not just – Pick the pin and, and hit a dart. They actually had to play the course properly.
1: Yeah. How good is wind? What about Saturday? Oh, got stop. They had to stop the play. And how good was Keegan Bradley's putt?
0: Yeah. He's that putted, was the, putted it to the was hole that on 10? and it's, that was yeah, on it's 10, turned,
1: 10? turned left and it's just gone between the two bunkers. He's, he's run it past 40 feet.
0: I think you got the text message from me on Saturday, didn't you? Calling them soft. I reminded yeah. me of Bamboogle. We played in yeah. worse wind than that, yeah. don't you reckon?
1: Yeah, probably not as bad, but yeah, it was up there. Oh, Our balls weren't rolling nice. forty feet when we putted it.
0: Yeah, but the only thing that saved us, and we we talk about it on the on the YouTube channel. Go and have a look at the uh episode two of Out of Bounds. Um the greens were weren't as quick at Bamboogle. Yeah. But if they'd yeah. trick those greens up, there's I mean we all said that balls would have rolled off and, and not yeah. been able to hold. So then that course would have been this would have been running fourteen fifteen on the stimp, for sure. and that's why they
1: didn't they didn't cut them overnight on uh, Saturday to Sunday. They didn't cut them at all because they were worried that if the wind got up again, it would be uh, just a horrible way to finish. So they weren't actually as fast as they were on Saturday and. Um, even that tricked up Cam Smith. Cam Smith hit a great shot into I think it was seventeen to set up an eagle chance to try and get to one off the lead. And uh, mate, he, they, they said he left the he left the head cover on that putt, and um, yeah, he he put it halfway. He made made a really good two putt for it, but didn't even get it halfway to the hole, which he was massively disappointed about. But we had some good results there. Cam Smith with a, a top five. Uh, Matty Jones, I say it every week that he just cashes checks. So let me see what Matty Jones got this week. He took uh, 262,000 US. Yep, not Handy. bad. Yep, what did, more than what he would did, have won for the Australian Open.
0: What did Cam Smith get for fourth, outright fourth yeah.
1: too? Yeah, our so outright fourth, uh, 455,000. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's good Leash, sure.
0: tie thirty two, Scotty yep. tie thirty eight, Kim Davis tie forty three, like
1: sixty six as well today. One of the low rounds of the day,
0: <sighs> mate. How's that? That is what is that? I just rattled off six players, six Aussies in the top forty five of the tournament.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and it's an invitational tournament as well, which is it's it's great.
0: Mate, that's that's how healthy. Golf is a like, lot golf talent in Australia, yeah. Like,
1: yeah, yep, definitely. Which, um, I guess if we're done, if we're done with the uh, PGA wrap up, we could probably talk about a bit of Aussie golf.
0: Oh, you want me to to do the rundown? We had the Athena, the women's. Oh well,
1: hang on, hang on. We haven't gone through our tipping results. Oh,
0: there was only one tournament we tipped this week. Is that right, Nate?
1: That is, there was only one tournament that we did tip this week, and I uh,
0: actually before did we go into notables that missed the
1: cut? No, we haven't. Did you want to
0: go into notables that missed the
1: cut? There were some big names that missed the cut: Um, Doc Redmond, Rory McIlroy, Harry Higgs,
0: Corey Connors.
1: JT had eight over.
0: Sergio Garcia, the cooch cooch missed it. Mate, look.
1: There's Bryce. one name we haven't, Bryson. Bryson. <laughs> hey, look, hey, in fairness, hey. he had a 69 the second day, and uh, you know, kind of clawed his way back there. But I look, I said it wasn't the tournament for him. I didn't think it was one, but I was happy to throw away some points. I felt like it was just, you know, I was getting too far in front in the old blah, tipping comp, and blah. I was happy to happy to throw one away and. I was actually really hoping DJ was going to make a run today so we'd have back-to-back winners on the uh, PGA Tour between the two of us, but he just could not get it going today at all. Um, He just had... Yeah, it was just not happening for him. He was throwing <laughs> bogeys in there left, right and centre and then throwing some birdies in there and just having one of those mutt kind of days. But uh, you picked up 92 points on me there, mate. So congratulations. Yeah,
0: tie eighth versus a miscut 100 points. Hooray. So um, we haven't got the run sheet of what the updated score is, but you're still a screw in ahead right?
1: I think so, and this week could be a big week because we have a number of events coming up this week, and uh, I think we're going to tip all three of them. So, uh, yeah, it could be uh, it could be back to square pretty pretty soon. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. But that is the tipping. But yeah, we had some uh, Aussie golf.
0: We did. We had the girls, the ladies, up at Coolangatta uh, Tweed play in the Athena. Was it Athena Open? What was it? Just called the Athena. Um, Two day tournament, um, really different format for this one. So day one they played in, they called it. Oh, it was one of the sponsors, Adidas, I think. One of the sponsors, the com- yep. the combine, and it was in relation. It was um, nine different shots around the course set up, um, and each of those shots they got a, a score or a ranking yep. uh, depending on how they executed the shot. And yep. so the 12 girls, uh, mix of pros and amateurs playing in the, in this tournament um, would, would execute those nine shots. And the top eight of 12 went through to day two, um, yeah. which was a, another different format. It was a head to head five hole stroke play yeah. match. So it yeah. wasn't match play. It was yeah. a Actually mini a tournament. Yeah. 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 Um, Mate, as I said, twelve players—a a mix of pros. Uh, Steph Steph Kurikao was in there. Um, we had uh, Becky K was there. Crystal Blum was there.
1: Um, had or some... We never know.
0: Kiriaku. it's Kuriaku. We normally call it Steffi K, but then we had Becky K, and I was just like. Oh, there's too many K's, so it's just and Becky K's actual last name is K,
1: so it's like, yeah, I know, yeah. right? Yeah, it's amazing.
0: <laughs> oh no, so, um, and and some um, some amateurs, uh, Justice Bosio, Kono Matsumoto, uh, Sarah Wilson. So, mate, it was good to see um, that mix of having, and do you notice? I watched the. The Sunday, I didn't get to watch the Saturday, unfortunately, but they had some young juniors on their bags. So yes. a couple of the local junior golfers, uh, female golfers, were pushing the the buggies around for the pros and the competitors, the amateurs as well, um, and getting them out there in the the mix. So I think that's pretty awesome. Um, wasn't a massive crowd and, and look, COVID happening, um, but they did have a few people out there wandering around and, and watching the the girls play, the ladies play. So wait, that was um exciting to watch. So those that didn't wash it. I, I just love a bit
1: of different format, mix it up a bit. I'd, I'd love to see uh, the guys do the similar thing as well and see what happens or mix it in. Have, a, have the guys and the girls doing it at the same time. I think that, that day one challenge, if I knew that was happening and that was poor on my behalf, we had a big weekend planned here with other things. But if I knew that that was going on, I would have been all over that day one challenge. I think that would have been great you know, to, to watch and something else to be entertained by. Um, you know, they had nearest to pins, bunker shots, the longest drive, um, the trouble shot, 100-metre pitch shot, flop shot, long putt, like all these great things to, to test their ability um, before going into the the actual stroke play. And um, they actually finished the the final with a three-hole final. So they played five holes and then just went, let's do a three-hole to, to play, you know, at the final. So... Well, I think quarter- it's a great initiative.
0: Yeah, quarters and semis were played over five, and it was interesting because one of the quarterfinals, which was Steph Kay was playing Kono Matsumoto, went to a putt off. So they were even at the end of their fifth hole. So they putted yes. off from three meters. They both made yep. their putt. They putted again from three meters. Both made their putt. Both made it. Took it out to four meters. Yep. Both, both missed made it.
1: Did mean, they
0: miss it yeah. or made it? Something happened, yeah. And anyway, they kept going. I think it was at five meters, was it? And Steph missed, and and
1: Kono sunk her putt. Um, yeah, but I thought that was That's pretty great. cool. Yeah. yeah. And they were able to laugh and they were enjoying it and they were, you know, it was it was something different for them as well. So yeah, I just I think it was something different and good on good on the um what is it, the, the WPGA for throwing this event up there and um you know, they had Ewan Porter and Curry Webb was there, they had Dawn Fraser, one of the ambassadors, was there as well and it just looked like a good time and great for Aussie Girls Golf.
0: Mate, and look, there was a thirty thousand dollar check at the end of it too. So Crystal Bloom Blum, probably pronouncing that wrong, took, took out the the event. She beat the amateur um, Kono okay. Matsumoto. Yeah, which – and she had some good ball striking. It was good to watch okay. the girls play. It was um, – there was some quality golf and some quality shots. So um, she took home 30K and, um, yeah, that was her first, I think, official um, professional win.
1: Yeah, it was. And, and she said that she did it tough last year and um, she said that she was ready to play her best golf last year and, and get out there and COVID kind of, you know, made, made it. She wasn't able to uh, test herself and she got a win and she said she's got some confidence now and she's got some cash as well. So she's going to reconsider her plans for 2021. So I'm guessing, you know, kind of golf was maybe kind of sliding off the cards for her and hopefully this has kind of opened that door for her to, to have a crack at it.
0: Yeah, definitely, mate. And as you said, like, this sort of stuff gets people interested. And it's good to see it on TV. I know it wasn't and on free to but Yeah, good, good,
1: yeah, good shout-out to Fox and KO for, for showing it. It was great.
0: Yeah, it was good to see, as you said, Ewan Porter and Kari. It's
1: good to see yeah. Kari
0: out there actually doing mm-hmm. some commentary um, from the fairway too. She wasn't sitting in a box. She was following the girls around and, and yeah. calling it. For and her me.
1: interviewing Dawn, you know, two goats, so... Oh, greatest of all time! Yeah, okay. I'm thinking.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, no. no. And even, even they showed. uh, They showed the night before. They went on a on a river riverboat river cruise, and Dawn was on the mate. She was on the dance floor, um, absolutely cutting up a rug. So good quality TV.
0: Still got it, our Dawny, eh? The one that stole the flag at the Olympics. (laughs) She's got a bit of. She's
1: she's live wire. I tell you,
0: she (laughs) she's a crazy arnie. You reckon?
1: Yep, yeah, yeah, for sure. But the only <laughs> everyone wants to have, so um, yeah, massive, massive shout out to the WPGA, awesome event, and um, yeah, like if it was around and and I was able to go for it, I'd definitely, definitely head out there and, and watch something like that.
0: Yep, no, definitely, mate. Um, but that was uh, golf in our backyard. So I think there was a couple of other local. I'm trying to get a um, look it up. There's a couple of state events. I think we had a New South Wales. Um, hey, you know, one of the girls was on
1: Holy Moly. One of those girls was on Montana Strauss.
0: No, no, three of them. Was were there
1: a dead? couple of them? Oh, was yeah, it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it was the
1: Holy Moly um,
0: reunion almost. Where are they? Yeah, oh, okay. Did I yeah. close down the spreadsheet? Hey, the the, te- the peeps would be happy. Your fans would be happy. I used your bloody spreadsheet this week.
1: You did. There was three of them from Holy Moly: um, oh, Becky K, yes, Becky K, and Crystal Blum. Yeah, I thought Montana Strauss was as well, but I might be wrong. I might have to. You know, uh, have I check think it was that.
0: Montana. I don't think Steph was. Steph K wasn't on. Yeah.
1: Holy moly, was she? Don't know. No. That's, that's what's in your spreadsheet, mate. I'm just going off uh, your notes well, that you finally made for once. So if they're listen, wrong. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: My notes, my notes are for me. I wouldn't have read that out because I know Steph K wasn't definitely wasn't on it.
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't think she was either. It was definitely Montana Strauss. But anyway,s you're all right.
0: Yeah, look, mate, uh, just be grateful that I type shit into your stupid spreadsheet. <laughs> i got your back, bro. i got your back. Hey, this is a good segue, though. We're talking about um, female golf. Yeah. Do you want to go into Open Slather, play the music brought to us by whatever, whatever?
1: Yeah, let's go for it. Open okay. Slather, here we go.
0: Brought to you by? Dark Matter Golf. Does, or is it Cobra Puma? Oh, I can never
1: remember. And you haven't read it both. in the spreadsheet. Is it both? Let's go.
0: Let's and does the music, music happen before we say that or after we say that?
1: Nah, just now. See, there we go. We just played it. That's the, the magic of the podcast editing world. So, open Slayla. Let's roll. Um, we'll talk about girls' golf. You want to uh, let's talk about Michelle Wee and the, um, the week that's been. The week that's been. What happened there, Nate? Uh,
0: look, I, I wasn't going to say his name. Should we say his name? The ex-mayor, yeah, of, New York, ex-mayor
1: of New York, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani, uh, Giuliani, former lawyer to uh, Donald Trump as well. So, you know, he's he's got a bit of a name about himself. But he was uh doing a, an interview with the, the Sun or something like that and, he was talking about – he was reminiscing, I guess, about playing with Michelle Wee in a golf charity fundraiser and started talking about how the paparazzi were driving that group crazy and the experience with the paparazzi that day. Uh, but he went on to suggest why the photographers were following them and then he tried to say that they were following them because they, you know, wanted to follow Michelle Wee who bends all the way over and her panty show and they were just trying to get photos of that Um Yeah. And then he starts to talk about how Michelle Wee is gorgeous. Um, She's six feet. Um, She bends all the way over, and the press was going crazy. And it is just so wrong on so many levels. The creep. So inappropriate. Like, dead set objectifying her as an athlete as well. Like,
0: it's absolutely insane. Um, uh, we, we, it's like a broken record, yeah. Like, almost mm. every week, we're bringing up how yep. some jerk of a person, male, female, yep. normally male, being just dick and objectifying women. Um, it, it's like, uh, I, I don't get it, I don't, I don't get why he said it, why he gets off over it. it, it yeah, I, I, there's no excuse. I don't know,
1: no, I mean, it, but you, it, know
0: no you know what was great,
1: Michelle Weiss.
0: She, she nailed him.
1: She, yeah, she let fly.
0: Yep. So um, uh, those who didn't see it, her response, and she got it on Twitter. Yeah, it was on Twitter?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Is there? So what should be discussed is the elite skill level that women play at, not what we wear or look like. My putting stand six years ago was designed to improve my putting stats. I ended up winning the US Open that year. Not me, but Michelle. Not as an invitation to look up my skirt. Nike makes skirts with shorts built in underneath for this exact reason. So that women can feel confident and comfortable playing a game
1: that we love. Yeah. I there's nothing more to and add. I mean and yeah exactly and and she also mentioned that you know that what should have been remembered from that day was that she shot a 64 and she beat every single male golfer in the field and led their team to victory and um you know like she said she goes I shudder thinking that he was smiling to my face and complimenting me on my game while objectifying me and referencing my panties behind my back all day so look it, it, everyone yeah the it's pretty obvious that it's uh you yeah, know, disgusting what he said. And I think it Michelle summed it up really well. And I think it's a, a another moment that hopefully people learn from and um, you know, go forward from here and realise the the athletes that she is and the athletes that women are and, and not for those reasons that, you know, Rudy's kind of pointing towards.
0: Yeah. And we as a podcast, you and I have spoken about before, we'll always call this out because that's how We're going to get better, right? Is society needs to call out people and dickheads like this so that other people can think and learn. From their
1: mistakes, so that they don't. That's open right. Their not, yeah, in no way are we saying that uh, that we are perfect, um, but yeah, fuck, that's just it's yeah, it's it's not right, and it uh, it made big news, and of course we're gonna we're gonna talk about that one, but um, hopefully hopefully we uh, move forward again. Another another, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of these moments, which is really sad as well. But the more people that can kind of get it through their thick skulls, the better.
0: Correct. So we won't uh, mull on that. Let's move on to the next topic.
1: Yeah, I've got a topic to bring up. I didn't bring it up in the uh, the Genesis, but um, Tiger Woods. They he hosted the Genesis. They threw over <laughs> to him in an interview. Um, oh. <laughs> he looked high as a kite in this interview. His eyes were shot. He looked like he was falling asleep. He was hunched over. Um, I don't know what to take out of it. I was, I was reading things because as soon as I saw it, I thought I saw it I went, something's not right here. This is just, this is weird. Obviously, he's had his back surgery. So there's one point of it, of me going, holy shit, like he's not going to be, how's he going to make the Masters in five weeks time or whatever it is. We, we don't have long. Um, and then the other thing was, Was he off his head? And then I went on to Twitter and everyone is talking about, I want the medication that Tiger's on and how high is he he right now? So I don't know what was going on there, but it was a concerning look for Tiger and I'm worried. (laughs) And he looked like he was in pain.
0: He he didn't look like he was feeling shit, mate. Well, true. True. It looked like he should have been feeling pain. He he looked he out was, of it. He was off his scone, mate. I, I'm i no doctor, but it's like he's got on the CBD gummies and he's just power punching oh, him or something like oh, that.
1: Yeah. The edible uh, painkiller. He was on the 200 milligram specials or something over there and he was just, he'd been going to town, but I was like. He'd been to the
0: chemist. He was in California, right? It's legalized over there. He's gone to the chemist and got a script. He's
1: gone, yeah, I need some of that. <laughs> True, because I saw some footage of him earlier in the in the couple of rounds or whatever, and he looked fine. He looked different, and then all of a sudden, the one time they've got him on TV for this interview, and he's just like, I don't know. It was it was bringing back flashbacks of his um of his mug shot the yes. the night that he had the car uh, when he got done uh, DUI as well. So, uh, um, yeah, I and don't he, know what to take from it.
0: He was on something that night. It was painkillers, allegedly. Like yeah, it was painkillers that night he, as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Twitter was going berserk about it, and um, I don't, you know, I know you can take Twitter with a grain of salt, but I was, I was trusting uh, a lot of people's opinions there, and it was very much one-sided of Tiger's uh, current state during that interview. Yeah, and look, if he says that major major back surgery has hurt. Get yeah, on the painkillers. Go for it, mate. Hey, I've had yeah. seven new operations. I tell you you, you, you don't fight that shit. You just go with it and uh, enjoy the ride. But for a guy that's got a history of it, I don't worry about him.
0: Just got to keep up the old Norma Cole, right? You got to keep up the laxatives because it'll clog you up if you're on the painkillers. <laughs>
1: Norma Cole. Uh, yeah. get on it. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> Look, um, I've got. One so Cam Smith's mullet. We spoke about Cam Smith and that his pictures of his him going around the the Instagrams of his haircut. What did he say he took home? Two hundred and sixty k US. Yeah, uh, four
1: hundred and fifty. Four hundred
0: and fifty thousand US dollars, and the bloke has a haircut as if he's from the western suburbs of Sydney. How good is it?
1: So good. Would you rock one? Would you
0: dead set rock a, a mullet?
1: Oh, no, I I, I, myself personally, I don't think I could, but I'd rock some weird hairstyles or something. Like, I'd go out there and like rock a dirty mo or whatever. Like, he's obviously very comfortable with who he is.
0: Is he bored? Like, because
1: the mullet came back during the height of COVID, right?
0: With all it was like the ISO haircut, just get a dirty mullet. All the sporties over here were sort of doing it. Yeah, what's and he's put it up on 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 his Insta, I think. Whenever he's put it up, like, and he's he's wearing it with pride. He's got the big smile happening, and he's got it from yeah. three different angles, and he's still got yeah. that dirty facial hair. It's like, what? And the I don't hell? know,
1: like, is he married? He's got a
0: bird, I think. Like, he's got a, a partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use I shouldn't have said bird in that sort of context, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, that's an Aussie <laughs> slang saying for he's got a girlfriend. Um. Yeah, I think he, he's. I think he's got
1: a. Yeah, yeah, got, yeah, She, she so was so on she's the a, Instas she's a golfer. Uh, yeah, Jordan um, Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So. So I think she me. was a she was a golfer herself on the Symmetra Tour. Yeah, previously yes. played on the Symmetra. So, yeah. I guess, mate, in that in that kind of circumstance, he's comfortable. He, if he's, you know, the things change when you've you've got someone by your side and you can kind of be whatever you want, then you let yourself go, don't you?
0: I don't, and me, I've never had it to let myself go. <laughs> so look at the end of the day, it do not matter. I, I, I'm, I mean, look at me giving fashion advice. But um, yeah, no, I just wanted to bring it up. I just thought it was, um, it was a hot topic on the old Instas. So I mean, good luck to it, You know, like that's the beauty. I think golfers always had this, you know, straight lace, short back, and sides, tuck your shirt in, long pants, yeah, yeah, yep, sort yep. of um, thing. And and I think this is just another. Feather in its bow of diversity and in inclusivity, where oh. they can just—who gives a fuck what their hair looks like? If he's got a tattoo, if
1: right. you know, imagine bring having, shorts in.
0: Hurry up and bring shorts in for God's sake!
1: Imagine having Tyrrell Hatton with Cam Smith with Harry Higgs, and you've got Hatton with his hoodie on, Higgsy with just all the chest hair out, and Smithy with his mullet rocking. Like that is golf right there. And God, you know I who would make the—you know who you need in the fourth.
0: Michelle, Wee, like, and then you've got, you're covering almost all your bases, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Willie Mack, maybe yep. a bit more diversity. Fuck it. Play a five ball. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's break some rules in golf for God's sake. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's try and open this thing yeah. up.
1: For sure. Um, especially, especially at the moment with no crowds as well. Like I did, I just think the, the time is now to kind of make some of those events and, and make some, you know, some changes to things because it was funny. I saw something come up in my Insta feed today and it was a replay of Jordan Spieth who had another good result this week as Spieth is, he's, he's around and about, Um, but it was his hole out at the travelers. I think from the bunker when he goes up and like does the big chest pump to uh, Grella and the crowd is absolutely rocking. Like the place just shudders. And it, I forgot again, how good golf is with crowds and, if you're not going to have crowds there at the moment, you can make some of these things and see how they go. You can throw some of these things up and and, and see what's going on. But, um, yeah, I just – I know I've got sidetracked there, but, God, I miss crowds. Yeah.
0: Um, speedy yeah, just – he doesn't – I don't know. Anyway, it's good to hey, see him going well. Well,
1: uh, Speethy, I was talking about speedy and um, we'll talk about Tiger and playing the Masters. Let's have a quick, quick sneak peek of the Masters. We've got oh. – um. What, 8th of April, we've got another six weeks or so to go. I've got the early odds in front of me. DJ, $6.50. Rory, $11. Rahm, Kepka, Deschambo, Thomas, Shawflay, Spieth's gone into $17. Cantlay, Reed, Tony Finau. I want you right now, six weeks away, to throw a dart and tell me who is going to win the Masters six weeks out based off what you've seen lately. Tiger what's, Woods $41 and we don't even know if he can walk.
0: Oh if I can uh, he might be able to float around the course. What's um Ram paying?
1: Ram is paying uh twelve dollars and is the third favourite. Oh favorite.
0: yeah. Look. What's your mate paying? What's Bryson paying? 13s. And DJ's what six fifty? Six. Yep, six dollars fifty DJ. That's well too short, realistically. What's Cam Smith paying?
1: It's a good question I saw. Uh, $41. Scotty's $51. j Day 51 as well.
0: Hang on. Cam Smith's $41. Yep. Put your fucking house on that. The bloke come runner-up last year with the highest
1: score for a runner-up. Yes. The only man to shoot all 60s at the Masters.
0: Mate. And the bloke's
1: yep. on fire. Like, he's, he's striping it. Why are you just
0: cashing checks? He's making bank.
1: Good little bit there. there. Let's do that. The, the double par podcast. Let's go. Cam Smith, six weeks out. $41. Yeah. Get um, on. Mullet man. Mullet, Gamble, Mullet Gamble, man. Gamble responsibly. Um, anything else for Open OpenSlover, mate?
0: The, the only one I had, i got a question. It was a hypothetical. She'd love a bit of a hy- It's not even a hypothetical. It's I advice.
1: Hypothetical. If anyone's <laughs> out there and got hypotheticals, can you please slide into those DMs and throw one at me to, to discuss? I'd love it. Yeah.
0: Um, this is sort of like, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to get your take on it, right? But I don't think you've ever had one. A form slump. <laughs> how, how do you deal with them? Hmm. Like, you know, all your mates always go, I was torn all boat today and I had another 24 points on the weekend. We're not here to discuss my game. But no. it's like, what do you do when you're sort of just not feeling it? And I, I put my last two shit rounds down to poor weather. I hate playing in the rain, you know. And I just, I, I got to the game on Saturday. I was underprepared, didn't even have a part, just straight onto the first tee. It was a little bit drizzly. I was just, like, not in it. But then I just couldn't get back into any rhythm. And I, didn't, I think I only lost a couple of balls. So it wasn't like I was putting balls out of bounds. I just was not making good connection. I was just... And I'm like, oh, I've got a bit of a form slump happening. Do you... Most folks go, oh, have a couple of weeks off maybe, you know, or get away from the game or this or that. And, I mean, the professionals do whatever they do, but what as a chopper
1: do you do if you're having a form slump? It's tough, hey. Like, I think there's, there's so many variables to that to that question. Like, I, I think you can try some things and they'll work and then all of a sudden you'll try that again and it won't work the next time. Um For me at the moment, funny enough, the the ARCOS system has probably been the best thing for me because I'll I'll tend to maybe give the ARCOS a bit of a break and not have a look at it for a while. And then all of a sudden, if I have a couple of bad rounds, I start to delve into the data a little bit and see what's kind of going on there. But other than that, I try and change up my routine for the morning of. So I feel like I'm getting into slumps when I'm not prepared for the day, I'm rushing to the golf course and I don't know, I'm very superstitious about stuff as well. So it's, it's such a tough question to deal with with form stuff. So.
0: Yeah, I think I've like looked over it on the weekend. I think I need to get back into a routine before golf and mm. I think that's where you can at least – prepare yourself. And if you have a shit round on the back of that, you can just go, oh, it wasn't my day or okay, there's something I can work on. Um, But yeah, I just, I mean, rushing up and then hitting your first ball
1: off the tee, not even having a practice putt, I think was probably yeah.
0: my yeah. killer, but I the weather as well.
1: The worst thing with form slumps is when it's a, it's a across the board of your golf game, when you are failing at multiple things in your golf game, if you have a couple of bad rounds and it's literally because the flat stick is not working, Uh, to me in my head, I can get over that a lot quicker than if it is everything kind of dropping off and um, I'm hitting shit drives, I'm hitting shit chips and I'm three jabbing and as well like that. That to me makes it a lot harder because then you can just walk off the course and just go, where do I go from here?
0: Yeah, it's the three things, isn't it? It's off the tee, your iron shots and around the green slash chipping putting, yeah?
1: Yeah, and And uh, one of the best things I've probably over it's taken me many years, but I I now have got a better ability of literally forgetting about the shit shot that I've just made and going, All right, that is done. Sometimes it is very hard to do, but I feel like I've got a lot better at that and it takes a while to get that into your into your you mental fortitude, I guess. When's if you just hit shit shots? Like, when's all your shots are shit like mine? Um, then you throw your clubs at trees. (laughs) Shut up! We're not going. Stop bringing up the past. You're like my ex-wife. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, form slumps. So I don't know if anyone's got some suggestions, from out at us and um yeah, big we, want to, we want to hear from the we want to hear from the people. We, we got we're, we're getting some some two-way yeah,
0: combos yeah. happening. We had a few inboxes on your post with um Maxi when you were
1: calling out Tony Fidel and there's yeah, a few responses yeah, to yeah, that. There's a few, so we gotta we've got to get involved. I've gotta to, gotta to admit the, the last couple of weeks has been uh pretty busy on everything else, but I've got to get through the socials a bit more and get a bit more involved and um, get back into the editing studio. I've had a little bit of time off.
0: Yeah, so but speaking of Nate, big announcement <laughs> today. So open slather, close, shut the book. Done that one, done. Big upcoming events, which is going to lead Whoa. us into this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do
0: this before we do up and coming announcements to help us connect with your fans. You've set up a little bit of a fantasy
1: fantasy golf Mate, for the I'm European. NFL fantasy, NBA fantasy, rugby league fantasy, and we have finally got some European tour fantasy. So, yeah, I got some other kind of fantasy. You want to go into that one? No, we don't. We don't. Okay, not not up late with double R. That's pretty. (laughs) It (laughs) involves up late with Gretel, Colleen, up late with Gretel for Big Brother. This is uh, not that kind of podcast. Um, Okay, but yes. yeah, we, we're gonna're we're gonna we're gonna try this out so we love the the tipping and the tipping that um, you know that they do with the GDA and everything else over there and and big fan of the tipping comp but that fantasy just makes it a little bit more a little bit more. I, I think it's a bit of fun and it's also the European tour. So uh, the PGA doesn't really do a fantasy and, and we are a big advocate of the European tour as well. We think it's um, just as exciting, if not more exciting, than the PGA. So they've got uh, fantasyrace.europeantour.com. If you just Google search um, fantasy or European tour, we're going to throw it up on our socials and we'll throw the links up. But we've created a private league um, with a bit of a, a pin code there that you'll have to type in and, and register. And then what happens is each event that comes up, you pick six players and a captain and you get the uh, points that that player gets for the race to Dubai. Um, your captain gets double the points. So you get to accumulate some points. And what we'll do is we'll um, we'll get some prizes going. I think we're going to, uh, Cobra Puma have given us a few different things. Yes.
0: They got a hat. We're giving away a
1: hat. Hat one? is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give away a a, a puma hat. So um, thanks to Copper Puma for for supporting and and uh, for sending those out to us. So we're gonna give a hat. We're gonna throw it open this week. WGC Mexico. Let's go. Hey, if there's what? only five people in there, you have got a good chance. If there's ten, you still got to back yourself. So we'll see what happens. Um, we'll put the put it on the socials. Jump in there. Pick your players, your best squad that you think your top six. And enjoy the week of golf and, and follow them along and see how you're going up against everybody else. And share with your mates. And let's get as many people as we can involve, you know,
0: boys, girls, aliens. It's free. So there's no
1: That's cost. It. No Just, cost.
0: And you could win week one a Puma cap.
1: Yes. Yes. Puma cap. We'll throw a photo of that on the socials as well. Um, and, and we'll give one away for whoever whoever gets the best combination of six players um, this week. And we're going to try team and, and... I'm looking forward to it. If anyone can beat me, good on you.
0: We're going to try wow. and do uh, a, a prize every week if we can. We reached out to a couple of our connections, yep. yes. and yes. Chopper's Warehouse might be coming to the party. So we'll yes. um, have a look around and see what's in the dungeon and, and, and get surprises for every week. But week one, we'll go with the Copper Puma cap. And... Um, yeah, I think it's a good way to get people involved in in the um, European Tour and a bit of golf and um, yeah, yeah we'll something see a bit
1: different. Something we could, might be able to build on and um, yeah, like you said something a bit different and it, it's cool when the European Tour does those um, combined events with the PGA mm. like the WGC and uh, what a what a event to start on. So we're gonna we're gonna do it that week uh, this week and we'll throw it up there. So jump on that and with that we'll probably start with the WGC this week. Why not? Let's go into it. So we've uh we've got the WGC which is the World Golf Championship and that is let me open up my oh Jesus. I'm all over it's a co-sanctioned event. Co-sanctioned and uh, it is the concession golf club. Yeah,
0: tell us more about it mate.
1: Yeah, so the concession, uh, where's the concession, mate? Down at Florida. So uh, heads to Bradenton, Florida. So normally this is in Mexico, I believe, is this event, but they've obviously moved it with COVID and um, put it down to Florida. So, um, yeah, heaps of heaps of big names in this field. Um, Obviously, we've got DJ in there. Um, Yeah, massive field to go from. Uh, winner still gets FedEx points. That's very important for you, isn't it? Oh, and, and they'll obviously race, get race, to, to race to Dubai, Dubai points.
0: points. Who, um, who's the, the, the reigning champion of this event, mate? Plenty of
1: Uh, That would be the one and only Patrick Reed. Your mate. I don't mind a bit of Patrick Reed. I, I feel like he's uh, good for the game, gets people talking, stirs up the emotions. That's what we want. If Webb Simpson Cap- wins...
0: Weston America. So, hey. Webb's not invited, um, I think.
1: What's that? I don't think Webb got an invite, did he? Is it invitational?
0: is a non, non-cut non event, right, as well, yeah?
1: Yes. Yes, non-cut event. This is uh, big money for everybody. So you can come dead last like um good friend of the show, Matt Miller, did a couple of years ago and still take home a decent amount of money. So, yeah, if you get an invite to this, you, you're taking it which is why Hovland isn't over at Puerto Rico defending his championship which we'll get to in a second. but um WGC we've got everyone over there Tyrrell Hatton's over there um, all the European stars, the American stars Mate, what are we what Look are at we the thinking?
0: Aussie stars you haven't mentioned the Aussie stars? Well, I'm
1: trying to find the field and now I've lost it so oh. I'm taking, okay take
0: so me. Cam Smith um, this is Wade Ormsby got a start. So I'm just, I don't, Jason Scrivener, Adam Scott, um, who else is from Australia? Alicia's uh, playing, uh, Minwoo Lee has got a start. So we've got some big name um, Aussie golfers playing as well. And, and all the internationals you touched on, Vic Dolph Tommy S. Wade Fleetwood. and Minwoo paying $401
1: there. Um, yeah, Strips there, 200 no. Hey, what are
0: they? What are they paying to make the cut?
1: Lucas Herbert, 141. I don't know. I have to look up that. I've only got the outright. <laughs> but um, obviously there's,
0: no, there's no cut, yet,
1: clown. Oh, you <laughs> idiot. Um, obviously, <laughs> favorite is DJ750, Ram at 11s. Then it's a bit of a jump up to Rory, Xander, Patrick Cannelly, JT, Bryson, Tony, Tyrrell, Victor Hovland, Brooks, Webb. It is um, it is a good field. Uh, Max will be there, obviously, after last week as well. So he gets a start there. What are we thinking, mate?
0: I've put mine in the spreadsheet. You've seen it. I don't know if you have paid attention to it. No, but I didn't. You're talking talking of FedEx uh, cup points. It's the current leader of the FedEx
1: cup points, Jeez. Patrick Cantlay. Patrick Cantlay. And um, yeah. didn't he fall apart today at the PGA? So going in with some great form. So good, good selection.
0: I picked up on your sarcasm. Man. I'm just going to ignore it. How'd you go
1: this week? Had Bryson go? I'm shot a 70, seventy-two today, um, Cannellay. But just um, yeah, unlike him, actually, I, I thought he would have been in there with a the chance today. But um, okay, Patrick you your turn. Right. I'm tossing up here between John Rahm and Tyrrell Hatton, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with John Rahm this week uh, down there in Florida. Why? Can I ask why? Um, I've actually, I've actually got a sneaky eye on him for the masters and, um, I just, yeah, I wanted to pick him this week. So I really kind of assessed his form. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, it, look, it's, look, it's a good field. Um, we'll get to the the Puerto Rican open, <laughs> but, um, this has got some big names. It'd be interesting to see how uh, Finnau bounces back after yes, yep. he's, he's, um, yeah, he's finished
1: there. I wanted um, to pick him, but
0: I, I yeah, know. I looked, I looked at him as well. Um, yeah. Look, yeah, Victor Hovland. You mentioned his name. He's not over in Puerto Rico defending his uh, his title there, but look, he might come out and do something as well. Anyone could win it. Like, there's. There's a whole
1: bunch of big names, so call. the um, big calls from double par anyone. No. Uh, <laughs> Mate, I reckon, we... I reckon you could say that for the Puerto Rico Open as well. Oh no, nah, there's a few names in there that aren't going to win it. <laughs> well, well, all of them. Um, <laughs> Anyways, that's the WGC. So we've got Patrick Cantlay up against Aram. Um, let's let's jump over to the girls. We've got the LPGA. Um, the LPGA is back this week. We've got the Gamebridge LPGA down at Florida as well. Um, and big big news this week with the Aussie Gabby Ruffles is making her pro debut. She is turned professional recently. She's got an invite to this. She's got an invite to the ANA as well uh, in the 1st of April. I'm sure she's gonna have a heap of other sponsor invites because they absolutely love her over there. Um, and it's probably one of the most anticipated debuts um, in a while for, for one of the you know LPGA players. So can't wait to see how she goes this week. Um, I'm glad the girls are, are back and playing as well. And um, really excited for for Gabby to to start to make a, a name for herself, and Nike signed her out of the blocks as well, which is uh, which is huge for Gabby.
0: Yeah, ma- massive announcement, uh, massive weekend for her
1: and Annika them And Annika, as we spoke about last week, is is uh, is back. So Laura Davies playing as well, just quietly. Laura can uh, still smash a ball. Lady
0: Laura Davies to you. Sorry. Dame. 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 Is it Dame or Lady? I think it's Lady. Is, Is it? it? Yeah, she's know. got a it's like a female knighthood. Um but doesn't use a T. Have you seen that? She yeah. just smashes the ground up. I love Goes it. On the
1: yeah.
0: Um, mate, some big names though. Um playing. So it's gonna be really, um, really good to see him get back out there and, and have a whack, the the ladies and
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's um I'll be watching it with a close eye to see um, see how they go because this really is their their season opener, isn't it? Well, I mean, I know they had their champion of champions or their their invitational earlier in the in the year, but this is the first sort of big. Um, big event for them on their calendar. so Yeah, definitely. And
1: they're, they're not too far away. Like I said, the ANA Inspiration is their, uh, their first major, which is uh, the week before the Masters as well. So those girls will be uh, gearing up to play. And I didn't see Hannah Green's name in the field, but there was a few Aussies. Uh, Sarah Jane Smith is playing. Uh, I think Kempy's over there. Um, and then I also saw Kirk. Yeah, Kirk as well. Um, Kirk so, is over there. So, so, so yeah. So, four, four Aussies. Yeah, so there's a there's a there's a few um ones to look out for, but um I'm I'm gonna go first this uh this one um with my pick I, I was tossing up between the quarter and kang combo, uh Nelly Corder and Danielle Kang, but I think I am going to go with the Kanger on this one. Danielle Kang is gonna be my selection. Amy Amy won't be happy. I hope she still listens to the pod. We should reach out. We should you, reach out. Yeah.
0: Um no, she's a big fan of Kangas, so um, I looked <laughs> at Danielle as well. Um, but look, I've gone with Brooke, Brooke Henderson, so um, the Canadian. I hope that she can bring home the Bickies, but like we'll it. watch this our first tip for the year in the um, the LPGA. Put well, it in the spreadsheet I also like mate.
1: Lexi as well. Should have picked Lexi, Cobra Girl, Puma Girl, but anyways,
0: oh, look, there's so many names, uh, and look. There's no real sort of form. I don't know what any of them really done in the off-season. So it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting yes. to see how they come out of the box. It's always a bit a cold start, isn't it? You just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I reckon
1: I reckon anyone could win it.
0: Mate, I think you're onto something there. Yeah. I think any of these competitors – and look, Gabby Ruffles, I'd love to see her make a top 10. I, think oh, hopefully I wouldn't be surprised if
1: she does. Like, I, there's no like no pressure. I, I don't feel there's, you know, in her first couple of events, there there should be too much pressure on her. But, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see her up there early on. I just I think she's that good that the, the cream's going to rise to the top. So um, that is the LPGA. And uh, we've got one more event on, as we mentioned, the huge Puerto Rico Open. So it's always hard these weeks where you've got the WGC or you've got an alternate, I guess, event on um, when it takes out most of your your top players. But um, yeah, we've got the the um, Puerto Rico Open, which we all know was the, I guess the curse until Hovland kind of broke through and won in the PGA again after that. But um, Tony Finau is obviously still very much struggling from it. But Hovland obviously won't be there to try and defend because nobody ever does because they just go to the WGC usually. But um, Ian Poulter is the top-ranked golfer in the world, teaming up in Puerto Rico. Uh, Thomas Peters is playing there. Um, Padraig Harrington, um, a lot of the top players from the Corn Ferry get a start here. Smiley Kaufman is back playing a tour event for the first time uh, since last year's Puerto Rico Open. So uh, I'd love to see Smiley up there. Um, I'm sure the the you know the Spring Break boys miss him. Um, so yeah, that the uh, 300 FedEx points. I mean, you're going to get starts from it. So it is huge. It's it's always this storyline of giving a breakthrough to somebody like Victor Hovland before, like Tony Finau with his first win. Um, but yeah, what are we, what are we thinking for this one? I'm thinking Fabian Gomez hasn't got a chance at all. <laughs> so I
0: don't think anyone could win this tournament. Okay. Right? Oh <laughs> I God, I hope
1: that. he wins. I'm going to look up what he's paying, and I'm all over that. Uh, he's anyone, but um, look,
0: some. <laughs> I love the pictures. I eh? I was looking at this earlier. Mark Hensby, a
1: couple Every of Aussies. Time I these pictures.
0: Aussies out of the shadows. Mark Hensby's. Uh, Making a start. You know they're deep into the the talent pool when like there's at least a dozen of the pitchers don't have just just a shadow. It's (laughs) It's just a silhouette and you just go I'll tell you, Carl Peterson hasn't got a chance. Sorry, to um break here. Robert Allen
1: first alternate as well. (laughs) I saw
0: that deep deep in that and you go Geez, but you're the
1: first alternate Puerto Rico. I don't I don't know where your your career kind of sits at that stage, but be great to see him get a start. I'm confident he'll get his way in there, but hey,
0: when silhouettes are getting in ahead of you, you know you've done something wrong, right? Um And look, he's, he's had a bit of a checkered career, old Allenby, but um we're not here to discuss that. Johnny Vegas is playing. I think Willie yeah. Mack's playing, isn't he? Willie Mack is he? He got a start as well in this one, so mate. um I've gone a bit. So oh, he's not so. in there. Okay, maybe I'll just make this shit up.
1: Yeah. Well. That's what the fans are here for. Maybe really Max playing in the W. Ollie Schneider That's one of the best names ever. Ollie Schneider but Um, I've gone
0: left field, but uh I, fuck it, I'm going first. Um I've gone Johnny Senden. I've gone Aussie. Sendo was in the I think he had a top twenty finish the other day.
1: Yeah, He's, you were uh, giving it to him the other week. No, I didn't give it to him. I said I saw him said You couldn't um, believe he was still around.
0: I couldn't believe he was still around, but he yeah. must be strong. Hey, Snakey Chalmers has is, is got to start. So, good old Greg, go the lefty. Got to love a good lefty. But um, Bads is playing. Oh, mate,
1: this is. I this am is struggling be with this pick. You got Sendo. I am I've got dead Sendo. Dead struggling with this pick. I'm, I've got Ian Poulter written down. Ben Ooh. Arn. What would you and PureDeck Appy Rat.
0: Yeah, I saw Appy Barnrat. I was, I looked. I love a bit of Appy Barn.
1: Rat. I love the Barnrat. Yeah, uh, but it's between Arn and Polts. and Polter's has really been entertaining me lately on social media. So I'm, I'm gonna lock in Polter in this one. Ian Polter. I think right sure? a Cup year. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah. I get excited sure? by Polts playing
0: good. I left Fabian Gomez there for you if you wanted to go, Fabian.
1: No, no, I'll put five dollars on it and cash out for twenty when he's equal leader. And mate, tell me if you do because it is a lock to win. <laughs> It'll be a dead set lock the, you'll be on the live bet straight away, ringing up. But um, that is the PGA event. So we've got the LPGA, the PGA, and the WGC. But um, yeah, uh, shout out to Max Homer, massive win for him at the Genesis. Um, let's see where Tony goes from there. But mate, if we've, I think we could wrap it up. Episode eight, jump on the fantasy, get on the Euro fantasy, check the socials and um, jump in there and pick a team and uh, see if you can beat us too.
0: Yeah, tourcom Get on it, register. We'll put the
1: pin number or whatever it is that we're going to yeah, do on our. Yeah, it's our... as well. It's 5R6QLH8YT0. Five, five, uh,
0: yeah, so we'll put that in the comments on an
1: Insta no, post. No, they've got to remember it now. Uh, we're not gonna, uh, they, can, they can remember it.
0: Anyone? Oh, no, because I was going to say anyone who can remember that and slide into our DMs with it, we'll give them something for free. But you can just replay a podcast. <laughs> just, right? Not one time. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't think these shit through.
1: But, but um, yeah, we'll yet, throw it on the socials.
0: Yeah, copy, paste, put it in. Um, invite yeah. your mates. Invite your auntie. Invite your uncle. Um, Dawn Fraser, anyone knows us? Flick it her. She'd love to have a run. And, um, yeah, win yourself a Puma cap. Mate, I'm just dribbling. Play Easy the done. Let's go. Go that's,
1: uh, that's episode eight. Make sure to subscribe. Tell everyone else. Um, yeah. Spread, spread the love and uh, we'll see you guys next week. We really want to
0: make episode 10. So if you could get some more people to listen, that'll help.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey, what beefcake time? Come on, Bryson. No, I'm Bryson. you
0: didn't even tip briefcake. What's going on there?
1: Ah, that's all right. We'll talk about next week when he wins. <laughs> see you see choppers.
0: You Au revoir